Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Elder Geeks Game Club. This is episode number 25. Uh, this time around, we are doing something a little different. Uh, instead of talking about a game, we are going to be doing some E3 thoughts, because E3 2012 is wrapping up uh, pretty much right now, this week. Uh, my name is Steve Wilkinson, and with me, as always, is Phil Summers. Phil, how's your E3 been? My E3 has been decent. Full of ease? Full of ease. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Many E's. <laughs> How about yours? How about yours, Steve? <laughs> it was wonderful. It was, it was a, always a great time. Uh, I always, it's my favorite two days of the year, pretty much, yeah. are the two days that make up the, uh, I guess, the pre-E3 days the where they have all the conferences. Uh, I, I enjoy that uh, probably more than just about anything else, with the yeah. except, exception of maybe a, like Christmas. And for me, yeah, for me as an adult, I, I feel like it has almost replaced Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the thing I really get pumped for now. Yeah, and it's not even, it's not even like. It's not even good. It's it not happens. good. It's never good. And I know, and every year I know it's not going to be good. And yeah. every year I, I anticipate it even more yeah, because I know weird. it's not going to be good. It is weird. It's I, a weird I, thing. It's well, a, you know what? Because even when it's bad, it's great. Because then you get all the great gifts and you get all the meltdowns. And so even when it's bad, it's great. Yeah, we had, we had a great time. We had a bunch of us, kind of Phil and, and I and uh, Frank, Phil's brother, and, and and some friends all kind of hanging out. And uh, we, we had a Steam chat room going uh, during all the conferences. And we were just kind of hanging out in there and laughing and, and kind of making fun of everything. And it, it was, it was pretty good. So even, even the lack of megatons and, and, uh, mm -hmm. and the minor heartbreaks, uh, they, it all went down a little smoother, uh, with some good company. Yeah. Uh, so it was fun. And, you know, if you guys are, you know, hardcore elder geek guys and you, and you follow everything that's up, I mean, you know, you've had Trevor already covering E3, I think, uh, Jumpman, their podcast already covered E3, so you're getting yet another slice of E3 from other Elder Geek uh, folks. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's no there's no shortage of E3 coverage this week, so we, we certainly don't uh, thrive to uh, uh, or strive to be uh, your definitive source of E3 information. We just figured, um, you know, we'd take a take a break from the usual format of the show and maybe and, do... And, you know, let's not let's not gloss over this anymore. We're taking a break from the usual format of the show because <laughs> the last the last game we were going to play kind of sucked. <laughs> and Steve and I weren't feeling it, and we're in E3 week, and it's like, how are we going to talk about some shitty game we don't want to play uh, and, you know, pretend like E3 is not happening? Yeah, it was, uh, it was the game was Crusader, uh, No Remorse. Uh, it was rec recommended to me by a friend as a retro PC title that we, we should definitely check out for an episode of the show. Phil and I both gave it a try, and I think within both of us realized Minutes. within pretty quickly that we, we both completely hated the game and <laughs> did not want to spend an entire podcast talking about how much we hated it. And we didn't want to waste your time either. Bottom line, this game was probably awesome. 15 years ago, 15, 20 years ago when it came Maybe. out on PC. Maybe people were way into it, and I'm sure it has a cult following, but some things you just can't go back to. And this game, the, the mechanics were just, yeah, it was brutal. And so, sorry, Tilo. Uh, <laughs> if you're listening, I'm sure you, you were going to check this episode out for uh, Crusader, but sorry, we man. Should, we should still call the episode Crusader <laughs> and, have the, and have the thumbnail Crusader. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe no, maybe I will. I don't know. We'll no, see. Don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Anyway, let's move on. 
uh, we'll get back to normal game club stuff uh, for the next episode. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. But uh, yeah, for right now, let's just talk about the uh, the E3 conference. So there were the big three: Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. In that order, they gave their mm-hmm. uh, press conferences. Uh, Microsoft kicked it off. Uh, well, for us on the East Coast, it was mid afternoon, but for for uh, early afternoon for for the guys on the uh, West Coast, it was it was first thing Monday morning. Yeah. Uh, and then Sony picked it up Monday night, and then Nintendo. F- Followed up again on Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, Microsoft was first. Um, nothing earth-shattering as far as announcements go, as, as anyone uh, who watched is now aware of. Uh, they did unveil Halo 4. They showed a, a, a trailer for it with some gameplay and stuff. And, uh, you know, it, it, my, my gut reaction um, and... Phil, you may disagree with me on this, uh, was, you know, I, it was hard to get overly excited for it because I feel like I've already played five Halo games in the last, uh, I don't, I don't know, when did the first Halo come out? Like 2001, 2002? Yeah. Uh, so like, in, yeah, in, in, in just about 10 years, I've, I've played five Halo games and, uh, which isn't to say I'm not going to play Halo 4 because I, I, I will play it and I'll probably enjoy it. But my reaction to it being announced wasn't one of. You're not pumped. It wasn't like huge excitement. I, I, right. it just kind of. If it was like, okay, yep, Halo Four, there it is. All right, looks good, cool. Right. You know, uh, I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure I'll enjoy it. I've enjoyed all the other Halo games, but it didn't feel like a huge announcement to me. I mean, we already knew Halo Four was coming anyway, so it's not even like it was a surprise. Right. I mean, they had to tease last year. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, that was kind of my reaction to it. I, I don't know. It, it, it's know, cool, but I I hate Halo. Uh, well, I don't want to say. It. I guess I hate it. Um, <laughs> if you hate it, s- if you hate it, hate it, man. It's all right. <laughs> I've only played the second one, and I, and one of the reasons I I got an original Xbox is because I was so like you know when Halo Two was coming out it was such a big deal. Uh, so I got an Xbox and Halo Two, and you know I gave it a fair shot. Didn't like it. Moved on from Halo. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. I thought this one looked kind of cool, though. Um, I was saying to you over I am, what I thought was neat about it was I felt like lots of lots of Metroid Prime in there, which um, when, when I'm thinking about it, I know that ex-Metroid Prime dudes made um, they did that anniversary edition of Halo 1. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if maybe some of those guys are, are at 3 for 3 now. But... Um, you know his HUD is a lot like Samus's now mm-hmm. from from those games where you can actually see like the inside of the helmet and all the displays and stuff like that, and that new creature they showed looked like like an alien out of like Metroid Prime. Just yeah, they look like the space pirates. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. and even the way it was like attacking, it had that little thing flying over it, and I, and I thought, wow, this is kind of like Primish, and just the environment, that outside environment, kind of looked. I, like it would fit in with Prime, so yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not saying this game is anything like Metroid. It's, I'm sure it's not. You know, I'm sure you're not just dropped into this world and you right. Know, it'll Metroid be. It'll things. still be Halo. missions and right it's missions and stuff like that. But it kind of has. I don't know. There's there's a bit of. I think he. It almost looked like he was scanning things at the end. Mm-hmm. Like the, those bad guys were were not there, and then you know he's flicked his visor, so it has some of those ideas. So, um, yeah, I thought that stuff was obviously not you know nothing like revolutionary it's been done before elsewhere but you know it was new for halo and i felt like it added i felt like it added enough to it where it separated it from 
previous Halo games. Yeah, for, well, for I, me personally. But. Yeah, I think it's important that they kind of take it in a new direction, and then uh, you know, they they uh, they kind of already finished the story with the flood and and the covenant right. and all that. So I think it's good that they kind of move it in a new direction and and don't try to just retread that. Whereas, uh, just to contrast, they also announced the new Gears of War game. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is now they've come out and said that it's a prequel, mm-hmm. which to me, I mean, I, I liked all the Gears of War games. I played uh, one through three, uh, finished them all, enjoyed them immensely. Uh, you know, one I think still stands out for me is kind of like one of the games of this generation that I just really, really enjoyed. I mean, I played through it multiple times, which I don't do very often with games, mm-hmm. but um, to find out that it was a prequel was a little disappointing because, I mean, you know, whatever. This isn't a minor spoiler for Gears of War. Is that obviously in Gears of War three they wrapped the story up. It was right. the it was the end of the story. Whereas now they're so now they're going back and they're featuring Baird, who was one of the side characters. They uh, in an interview they said that he was the most uh, popular side character mm-hmm. amongst fans. So they decided to make him kind of the central character in this prequel game. And you know, it's like it's. Uh, when we were talking about it in the chat room during the during the live, you know, I was making the connect, I was making jokes about Star Wars, but basically, you know, like at the end, you know, he turns into Darth Vader and you know whatever. So right. it, it's kind of like the same thing with that. It's like what you know, if it's Baird, obviously we know Baird. There's no danger to Baird in the story. Right. Nothing's gonna happen to him. You know, he's gonna make it through fine because he has to because he's in Gears of War one, uh, and and you know whatever it's probably just gonna reveal some new kind of things about the story and maybe some stuff that happened prior to you know the you know what Marcus's father was involved in maybe little loose ends like that that weren't completely tied up uh, in in the original trilogy but. Uh, so I, I my my point being is that I give Halo credit for you know having the 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 boldness to take a new direction and and go with new enemies and a new environment and a whole new story as opposed and just kind of you know kind of Master Chief's not the strongest character you know Master Chief is kind of like right. a Gordon Freeman like he doesn't have much spoken dialogue in the games um, most of the time he's just the an extension of the player so right. to take that and you know go in a new direction on this and, and kind of build to the strengths of that character as minimal as it is, it, it is, uh, it, admirable, you know? Uh, so Gears of War, you know, by contrast, I think it's just kind of, I don't know. I think it's kind of lame to, to, to do a prequel so soon after wrapping up the trilogy, but I guess what else were they going to do? They gotta, they gotta get out another year or, you know, another cycle of Gears of War multiplayer, because there's a large yeah. that uh, that's pretty much what it is, right? They just want to put out more Gears of War multiplayer, but they have to have a single player campaign on there. So why not just do a prequel and feature a really popular character? I, I think that's ultimately probably what it comes down to. It's now, just more I mean, map packs, and you know. Now I don't like Gears either, but to defend this in a way, um, you know, it's being done by a different studio, by the uh, the Bulletstorm guys. So I mean, don't you think? Don't you think maybe they'll bring something different to the table where, you know, who cares about the story? You'll, you'll be interested to see what they do with the game itself. If they change up the mechanics? Yeah, sure. Yeah, if they introduce some new stuff. Uh, I mean, Bulletstorm was, was a pretty uh, uh, innovative game in, in some of the stuff that it did as far as, you know, like time attacks and, and, and uh, uh, it had like combo modes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, so I, I think that if they do stuff like that, hell yeah, that would, that would be really interesting. But nothing I've seen so far has indicated to me that it's anything more than just another 
Gears of War campaign kind of using the, I, the oh, I had heard Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say what I had heard. I, I saw an interview where they're, they're claiming they want to bring it back to more of the the style of the first game. I didn't play the other two games, but I guess they're a little more um, moment-to-moment like set pieces. Yeah, that's, um, that's true. And I think they want to like s- kind of steer away from the set pieces and go back more to the just like just fighting and moving along. Type stuff. Okay. So. I mean, the first game had set pieces too, to an extent, but they were yeah. kind of toned down. And I think that that kind of that and a couple other games this generation, uh, Halo. Well, not so much Halo, but uh, Modern Warfare being another one that comes to mind. Are uh, they kind of like early on introduced the idea of these set piece moments, and then the their, whole game uh, became this. Yeah, piece. yeah. As the sequels right. came out, it became it would build on that in different iterations and and uh, until that's what the whole games are about. So I, I guess I could see that being kind of interesting. I don't know. I'm not completely counting it out. It wasn't a game. The announcement of it wasn't something that I was like, oh man, I got to get this. You know. Right. I, eh. Well, so. Um, you know, I guess we could be here forever going through each game. So yeah, yeah. As as a whole, Microsoft, what do you think they did right? What do you think they did wrong? Do you think? Well, I think the the biggest. Um, you think they did anything right? I well, yeah, <laughs> no. I mean, look, Microsoft always has a funny way of putting on their conferences. Uh, they always come off as I don't know what the word is. Uh, I feel like they're always trying too hard. Yeah, it kind of comes off as like inadvertently corny, you yeah. know, uh, because they're yeah they're trying to kind of like cater to like all these different areas and they got Usher out there dancing. Yeah, and- I feel like they they never shook that. Um, you know, when they first came into the the business and started hitting up E3s, I felt like they always had to look at us guys. We got games now too, and I felt like they never got rid of that. Yeah, I guess way yeah. of presenting. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. There's something about the yeah the whole way that that their shows go that's weird. But you know they got they got they had people come up and show games and that was good. Was was it as Microsoft's where they showed off um, Watch Dogs? That was Ubi. It was at the Ubi one on its own. Just it was just yeah. Oh, just okay, that, okay. My yeah, uh, I couldn't remember if they demoed that on Xbox or if if it was okay. Anyway, well then I won't say anything about that yet. But uh, uh, <laughs> I thought the Smart Glass thing was kind of an interesting um, thing to show off at E3. It almost felt more like something that they would show off at like CES. Right. Um, I saw people tweeting that like this just killed Wii U, and it's like really are you really gonna like. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Hold a screen a screen between your hands while you're like playing Halo, so you can fuck around. <laughs> yeah. With, uh, your your other two wave. hands. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cut me a break. It's not. It's not. No, it's an interesting idea, but yeah. yeah the yeah. fact is, is that in order to do that, you also by by nature of the technology, you have to have a tablet in your house too. Right. Um. And I think it, the 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 thing about that that's going to be tricky is. What happens as new versions of hardware come out? What happened? You know, what happens? I I don't remember if they said anything if this was going to work with iOS tablets. I can't imagine that it wouldn't. Like they're going to have to put yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What are you going to do? Put this thing out? It doesn't work with iPad. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm guessing they're going to have some sort of app or something that you can download that will then work with it. But what happens? You know, what happens when iPad four comes out? And all of a sudden, you have to update your software. Now your software for it doesn't necessarily work with iPad three, or it doesn't work with iPad two. You know, mm-hmm. it, it kind of gets. I guess what I'm saying is, is that they're depending on other people's hardware to an extent for this thing. Uh, whereas with the Wii U, Nintendo's manufacturing, they've designed these screens. It, it's 
integrate it into the controller. Uh, right. it's, it's part of the, 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 the entire system's concept. So I'm not saying that, that smart glass isn't a, a cool idea. I think it actually is pretty neat, mm-hmm. but I don't think, I think it's going to be a harder sell for people. Um, I can't really see many people using it. Like, I, I don't know. I guess it depends. I guess it really just depends on... It, it kind of feels almost like Smart Glass is, is counterproductive to what they've been trying to do with Connect and making Connect this hands-free interface right. to the system. Now they now, want you to have many interfaces. Right, yeah. Now, all of a sudden, <laughs> now it's like, now, no, 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 not, not hands-free anymore. Now you're going to want to hold your tablet in your hand, and you're going to want to move all your shit around on your screen. Uh, the the The... I kept hearing rumors that at the different press conferences that audience applause was being piped through the speakers yeah. at different points. Um, a lot of people were really saying that Nintendo was doing it a lot, but I also... And, and you know what? They said the same thing for Sony, too. So Yeah, I think all three of them do it. They must, because I can't imagine a world in which Internet Explorer <laughs> on got the Xbox applause. got a freaking huge applause. <laughs> I, I just I don't want to. They li- turn the volume all the way up on that clap. I don't want to live in that world. I really don't. Uh, I'm a, I want out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was yeah. I, I laughed at that too. I mean, come on. Uh, look, I'm that's that's fine if they want to put Internet Explorer in there, but I can't imagine that that's like a, an earth shattering announcement. And I, you know, if that's one of the big reasons to have this smart glass thing is so that you can control your web browser on your TV with your iPad. Yeah. I mean. Like, I would rather just sit there and surf the internet on my iPad, to be honest well, with you. Well, I mean, and, well, and the other thing with the with the web browser, too, is they want you to be able to use Connect with it. So you're like, you know, uh, Xbox, uh, search, you know, McDonald's. Tell me where McDonald's is, you know? <laughs> like, they want you to do that kind of shit with it. Which is funny, because now Connect, Connect has been um, reduced to the machine where, yeah, you just... Uh, you say commands to it. I mean, that's all it is, right? That's that's mostly yeah. Or you da- or you dance in front of it, right? It's weird. <laughs> it's yeah, like exactly like Connect. I was very excited about the idea of Connect. Um, obviously, I was not sold on it. I do not own one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always thought it had potential. And even like you know, after its debut year, and it you know it did Gangbusters at Christmas, and people were making fun of it, and I was making fun of it too. But I still said, you know. Give people time. Give people time to figure this thing out. They'll make something cool. Well, just like the original Wii, no one came up with anything. And, you know, it's... Yeah, no. All the Kinect games are just this... You're getting the same games. This is the third year in a row you're basically getting the same kind of games with this thing. Mm -hmm. And it almost seems like they didn't even really... Outside of, like, voice commands and shit, they didn't feature any... Uh, connect games, right? No, yeah, well, aside games? from Dance Central Three, was the only one. And, right. and exactly. I mean, I, like, I own a Connect. I I bought one. Um, I have a. Anyone who's been listening to the podcast for a while probably knows that I have a young daughter uh, in elementary school, and so as a result, I own a lot of games like Connect Adventures, Disneyland Adventures. Mm-hmm. I have a bunch of those sitting on my shelf over there, and all of them are kind of okay. Like. The Disneyland one is maybe, you know, not great in the way it controls. Really, I feel like the only game that has really uh, succeeded with the Kinect has been Dance Central. Uh, yeah. The game works great. I mean, it's it's fun to play even as someone like me who's too old to be doing it and can't dance anyway. Um, <laughs> I feel like it just is like the only game that I've played that really has just kind of 
they've wrapped their heads around why this thing is is great technology and it is great technology i i really think it is and i think with connect i think the the best is yet to come really once uh because it's you know people are hacking it already and have have uh have dr- uh drivers so they can hook it up to their pcs but i don't think that uh, until those you know it's integrated with windows 8 is when we're really going to start seeing some cool stuff happening with it um as official uh developers are able to to put stuff out um it'll be interesting um you but, know, but yeah you're absolutely right about the voice command thing that was pretty much all i saw was just people shouting at the screen to, yeah xbox do this and they yeah. weren't even if they obviously they weren't doing the uh you know navigating menus because they're talking to it they're trying to eliminate that but yeah that's all they were doing we're just talking to connect and <laughs> you know considering they've sold a shit ton of these things it's just a little weird that all of a sudden connect doesn't really seem to be part of the big picture at, at the moment um like you know i think i still think connect is a cool idea but i think that this version of connect is um you know it's not what people it's not what people thought it was and we're probably gonna have to wait a few more years until they come out with like some new connect that works how people you know kind of want to imagine it to originally work you know yeah what I mean? yeah you're probably right i mean who knows maybe the they probably the feel text just not there yet yeah they probably have an up like you know a higher resolution version of the camera and stuff like that that they right. they want to put out but they probably can't introduce a new version of connect after just having sold them to people you know over the past right. couple of holidays um so and, they're probably holding know, out for the next version of the xbox and, and maybe it's not uh you know maybe they have something that's working way better but it's not they can't do it at like a mass market price you know what i mean so yeah so they'll sub- subsidize it with your uh, comcast subscription yeah <laughs> <laughs> for the next one yeah you'll get it you'll get it for a hundred dollars and then uh you'll you'll get xbox live we'll just be part of your comcast bill yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> or, or or time warner or cox or wherever you are it'll just be yeah. built in an extra 15 dollars a month for which will go up about 50 cents every month for no reason until one day you realize you're paying like 60 dollars a month for it and then you have to call them and be like what the hell <laughs> and they're like, oh, sorry about that. And then they just, you know, magically put it back down to 15. Uh, I'm yeah. sure uh, people listening can relate to that kind of uh, scenario. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I just felt like Microsoft was kind of just, they're, they're on autopilot this, this year. Uh, they're coasting. Mm-hmm. Xbox is still the, the top selling system the last, what, year? Um, it's always the number one system. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're just, they're just coasting along until, I guess, next gen. Um, which everybody seems to think that I have a slight theory in my head. Everybody seems to think that um, Microsoft and Sony are a lock for having a new console in 2013. Uh huh. Um, my thought is if they are both quiet about a new console until um, next year, E3, mm-hmm. there's no way that things launch in uh, six months later. I mean, there's just no way. So, uh, yeah, I, that would be pretty surprising if that were to happen. That would be like uh, Apple level of, uh, of first of all, hiding it for that yeah, long. And, yeah, then, and then to come out and be like, oh, yeah, and just one more thing. This is going to be in stores in three months, you know. Yeah, usually uh, you get like that, that buildup. I think the 360 
didn't the 360 they announce a couple weeks before the E3? That was the year we went. And didn't that come out that Christmas? Did uh, Xbox come out that Christmas? It did come out that Christmas, yes. Uh, and they did. not Remember they had the thing, uh, Frodo? Like the MTV thing. Frodo right. hosted it on MTV. So, I mean, I guess it's possible they they'll, they could do something similar where, you know, March or something like that, we, you start hearing a lot more stuff about it and... Well, they could always roll it out at like GDC or something like that, like just kind right. of like drop it there, or you know, and and uh, or even CES for that matter, which would be surprising because CES seems to be, have become less and less about games from Microsoft. But I guess they could do it. They could do it there. They could do it at GDC and then kind of build up and then and then start doing all the games announcements and stuff right. at, at E3 and announce all the. It is. It is possible, and I mean, obviously, there are next gen games being made right now. Um, oh yeah, of course. Watch Dogs, even though it's um, come, they're saying it's coming to Xbox and PS3. Um, I think they were playing it on a high end PC. That Star Wars game, they're playing on a high end PC. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think it's pretty likely that those games, for right now, they're just saying. And you know what? It, they may come to PS3 and Xbox 360 in some form. Right. As it's not, you know, when a new console generation begins, it's it's pretty common that a lot of games have like. Call of, right, Duty, like, Call of Duty Three, I think, came out yeah. on like. Every- I remember, like, remember you had like Gun. Gun was on, yeah. like, you know, PS Two and all, but it was also on Three Sixty. Right. You know, I was just have funny. The- I was just thinking about Gun the other day. I was trying to think of like early, early games from this generation. There uh, you go, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gun was a big one. There, yeah. Um, so yeah, well, I guess speaking of Sony. Um, Oh, 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 real quick. I mean, are we? Are I? I didn't want to finish with, with Microsoft yet. Are we okay. done? With- uh, I'm sorry. No, um, no, no, no. Uh, we're, we're doing uh, this one I mean, pretty so, free form tonight, so yeah, I mean, and yeah. it's probably going to be a bit long, but that's okay. It's there's a lot to cover here. Once a year, it um, comes once a year. Uh, I think you know. I said they were on autopilot, and I think that you know people weren't excited about this show because uh, you know they the, the, their focus is so. I didn't. I personally didn't like their conference. I mean, it's it was nothing. If they were showing a game, it was nothing but bullets and and blood and murder, uh, and just really loud or like or like you know dubstep shit to something else. <laughs> or if you were lucky, dubstep with bullets. Um, <laughs> and then if that wasn't happening, you got them talking about this, you know, the glass thing, and then you know talking about we have the NHL now and we have this now and. You know, people like us, we don't give a shit about that. I understand they have to cover that stuff because, you know, they're there for investors and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I understand they got to do it, but they didn't have to do shit like Usher. I felt like the pacing. Oh, and then, they're you know, they're still featuring Call of Duty. I, I, I'm, I'm glad they pushed it to the end this time. Mm-hmm. I guess they I guess they feel like they need to feature that because they always got the exclusive on those stupid map packs. Right. Um, yeah. So I guess they feel like they always need to include it. But. You know, their conference was an hour and a half. Definitely could have been an hour. You cut out a couple of the third-party games that you didn't need to feature. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cut out stupid Usher's performance. <laughs> the, the smart glass thing probably could have been shortened. I just felt like for as long as it was, you know, an hour and a half, I just felt like there there wasn't enough to really fill that time with. Yeah, there wasn't much substance at all really to it no. at, at the end of it. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't expecting a ton. I I pretty much had come to terms, uh, you know, about a month or so ago with the idea that there was not going to be any new console announcement from them, and that oh no, yeah, I mean, I didn't expect that either. I, for a just... while. I was still hoping, like, uh, probably up until about a month ago, I I was still had like a small 
like glimmer of hope in the back of right. my mind that maybe they would come out and surprise everyone and announce, you know, that their console was going to come in 2013 and, and right. show it off a little bit. But yeah, it's been about a month now and since I came to grips with everything. And so I wasn't expecting anything too amazing anyway, but uh, right. yeah, it was fine. I mean, I enjoyed it just for the laughs pretty much. Yeah. Like I said at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Sony, let's go to Sony. So how are you, how are you feeling about that? What did you think of their, uh, yeah. well, you know, I didn't, uh, and again, I don't want to, I, I don't want to get down the path I did with Microsoft where I was kind of going from game to game too much, but again, like, I, yeah, let's I, try not to, let's try not to focus yeah, on like an individual game. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, uh, well, and again, another, another weird one. Um, the biggest thing about Sony is that I think we all kind of agreed as we were talking about it while we were watching it and right after it ended was where the hell was the Vita? Like yeah. the Vita was just, you know, it was like an afterthought, like uh, a couple, you know, they announced like that Call of Duty game for it. And I think they showed a little bit of the cross play functionality on one of the games, but Sony uh, Smash Brothers. Right. Yeah. On the, uh, yeah, the Sony Smash Brothers game. <laughs> yeah. But uh, aside from that, Vita just really like I it really not shown off very much at all. And the weird thing is, is that. Well, I guess, like, they omitted it from the conference, but then I noticed after the conference, Sony was tweeting, like, oh, we got all these Vita... Kind of, like, the same thing that happened with uh, Nintendo and the 3DS. It's, like, after their conference, Mm -hmm. they were then announcing stuff and kind of, like, demoing stuff more uh, for the Vita. Um, And that that was a weird trend across Microsoft... uh, Against Sony and Nintendo this time around. Uh, Not so much Microsoft, because they just showed what they showed and that was it. But both Sony and Nintendo had their conferences were kind of underwhelming and then but then they kind of treated the whole like first three days of e3 as like this window almost like their the the joke that's become the launch window it's like (laughs) the first three days of e3 was like their announcement window and like so they they were like trickling things out in the form of pre-recorded videos and then live demos um and sony did the same thing because there was nothing in their main press conference about the vita really at all and a lot of people, I think, at the end were just scratching their heads. Right. And then all of a sudden you get these announcements like, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. There's, there's games for this thing. It's cool, you know. Right. And I guess yeah, if suppose- you're there on the show floor, you see them. So, but- yeah, supposedly there was more Vita games on display to play than there were 3DS games. Yeah, well, that's, that's good for them. That's what I had heard. Yeah, so, I mean, they need to get the word but out. But you wouldn't have known that. <laughs> right, yeah. If I was an investor or if I was a developer, you know, uh, or a publisher or something, and I was just watching that conference, mm-hmm. uh, I would, and I had a, or was thinking about doing a Vita game or had a Vita game in the works, I'd be like, uh, uh, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Does that yeah, thing I, even I, still exist? Yeah, I mean, I went into this, I kind of went into the conference thinking, I want Sony to sell me a Vita because I don't have one. Yeah, same here. Uh, and I don't really feel like I have. There's a reason to have one. I was like, when it came out, I was kind of like jonesing a yeah. little bit. Yeah. But I fought it and I did good. Um. But I, you know, I was just like, maybe they'll sell this to me. Maybe I'll want to get this. Um. And I really came out of it just kind of feeling bad for the people that bought it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, now, now you're stuck with this thing, and and everybody's all celebrating. They're like, oh. They add, you know, we can do PS1 games now. And it's like, well, that should have did PS1 games out of the box. Like, I don't really understand why it didn't. Um, so, yeah. I, they, I, to me, it almost... And then, to me, it seems like they're over Vita. And then what they do is they announce their... Um, their uh, what's it called? What's their Sony Mobile thing? 
Oh, the oh yeah, I forget what the name of it's like it's PlayStation Mobile or something like that. Yeah, or... PlayStation Mobile. They're taking it off their phones and moving it onto other phones. Um, to me, that almost seems like the uh, that's like the Vita failure backup plan. Yeah, <laughs> like... I've never understood that. I've never understood their whole PlayStation phone thing. I've never understood. Yeah, you know, I it's one of those things. Like uh, when I hear about it, it's like. It's like mythological almost. I'm yeah. like, is this really a thing? Do people like, is there someone out there actually with like a Sony phone, like playing yeah. PlayStation games on their phone right now? Like, I mean, I, I, I know somebody. they're not like the real versions of the PlayStation games, but it just seems, it seems so far fetched to me that it seems. I don't know. Like, I think they're the real versions. Yeah. They're, Are they? They're like, they're, they're real PS1 games on there. Oh, they're PS1 games. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> At least I think so. Uh, yeah, pretty, that was I'm a weird announcement. That was a weird announcement. I don't even. I mean, I guess they got to get that in there just to be like, "Hey, look, we're Sony and we're branching out, and invest. Right. You know, investors should you know drive our stock prices up." But uh, <laughs> other than that, I, I don't really know what the point of it was. And then they had the Wonder Book, which was oh, the Wonder Book the, was atrocious. It, it really was. And you know what? I felt like we were we were making fun of it horribly as we were watching the press conference but in the back yeah. of my mind i was watching the people presenting it and i was thinking about what you know they've probably gone through there developing this thing and you know the time and the energy they put into it and how they probably feel really <laughs> proud of it you know and i was thinking about uh you know the fact that that you know they know the the guy who had to get up there and demo it was probably like the guy who pissed the boss off or something like one day yeah. like he drew the short yeah. straw because he yeah. knows <laughs> he knows he's gonna be up there getting there's gonna be five hundred gifts of him yeah. waving that thing around yeah and there's, you know everyone's gonna be making fun of him and mocking him on Twitter and shit and 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 uh, you know this is probably something you know we look at it and to us it's as, as grown adults we look at it and we're like oh what is this stupid shit you know like what really but for their investors and the people that it's targeted towards, which are little kids, you know, maybe a little kid's going to get that thing and think it's the most incredible thing in the world. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it did feel like they spent way too much time on it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> all that, was... all that being said, it felt like just way too long to be talking about that goddamn thing. And uh, that was basically their only move product as well, which is fine. They should be done with, with move. I mean, it's clearly a failure. It's always been we too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh -huh. It never, it never found an identity of its own. Um, you know, at least connect had, you know, dance central and probably a couple other ones like child of Eden or something. Yeah. But well, that, yeah, that move never. That's been Sony's own. kind of MO the entire generation. Really? I mean, they came mm -hmm. out, they were like, we're not doing rumble. We're just going to do the six axis. Rumble's rumble is last gen. You don't need rumble yeah. anymore. So we're just going to make, the, we're going to make this six axis controller and everything on this, on the PlayStation is going to use a six axis controller and it's going to be revolutionary in the whole way you play games. Well, then they're like, uh, they backpedaled on that, and then they pretty much put Rumble back in and made it the DualShock 3. And now, you know, good luck finding a game that uses six axis for anything at this right. point. That I, that I'm, unless I'm way off, I'm, I've bought a few PS3 games in the past uh, couple years, and I don't really remember any of them having any sort of standout six axis functionality. No. Um, and then next was Home. Home was, this is the, the way you're going to interface with your PlayStation is you're going to fire it up and you're going to be in this virtual world where all uh, your friends are and you're going to yeah. launch your games by walking in through a door and, <laughs> and launch the game. And that was that whole thing. And then obviously, you know, you go on home now and there's like the same 50 guys on there and they all just want to like 
fuck you in the head when you sit down on a bench with their avatars. <laughs> and it's like the wor- the 50 worst people in the world right now are all logged into home. That's where they yeah. all are. Like if you wanted to like catch every pedophile on the planet, they're probably all logged into home. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but unless, yeah. of course, they're listening to this podcast, in which case, then wonderful oh, people, are. wonderful product home is. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. But what and, else? And, and they, then, and then, move. I guess would be the next logical yeah. thing that they they announced, and and then they just did nothing with. They didn't really support it. I mean, they've had a handful of games that use it. I, they just put out that sorcery game, mm-hmm. which was a, one of the original tech demos, right? That they showed I, off. I believe with, so. Yeah. And that just kind of came out with very little fanfare. It just kind of like snuck its way onto onto shelves. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a it's it's a shame, and, and and but and because of that history throughout this generation, when they come out with something like Wonder Book, like you said, it's just like the next thing that they're just gonna kind of half-ass and fumble around with. Yeah, they got the Harry Potter license and J.K. Rowling's on board, and she's gonna make mm-hmm. that the Harry Potter dictionary be interactive and part of this. And but you know, yeah, I mean, who knows what'll come of it? At the you end of the day, you know what's weird about it too? It doesn't actually. It's cool that they got J.K. Rowling and all that, but there's no Harry Potter branding on this thing. Yeah, no. Well, it's right? just in the Potter, the Potter's thing, whatever that's called. The new, but, the thing she does that's like related to it. Pottermore or whatever. Something like that. Yeah, whatever that's called. I for that's going to be part of it. But at the end of the day, this thing just kind of looks like like something you'd see when you're in Target and you go down like the leapfrog aisle, like that's right. like in the yeah. toy section. For people, kid, you know, if you don't have kids, you probably have never gone down this aisle. But um, anyway, that's what this looks like. It just looks like a like a VTech type of toy. Yeah, thing. it's literally just called Book of Spells. There's no Harry Potter branding. It's hmm. not called like Harry Potter Book of Spells. Interesting. Yeah, so it's just called Book of Spells. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't. I feel like that will hurt it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, I, don't, anyway. I don't know. Maybe they'll so, figure something out. So that happened, and then uh, what else? I mean, what else did they show? They they showed Super Sony Brothers, Super which, Sony Brothers, which and then the introduction of Big Daddy and right. a couple other characters. Which everybody already knew. Like they were like, "Here's the big reveal," and two days before, everybody already knew that Big Daddy and Nate were going to be in it. Yeah, which basically, I mean, not including Nate, obviously, but that what that having Big Daddy in there amongst opens a couple, up to the third party. It basically just drives home the point that Sony doesn't have the first level of first person or first party characters to put together a full Smash Brothers type game you know they just don't yeah Yeah. Sony Smash Brothers 2 it's just it's such a again it's like such a me too thing like I feel like it has no like Smash Brothers I feel like has like heart in it you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like I don't want to say that the characters are better and all that. I mean, they're drawing from Nintendo's huge right. you know, lifetime of characters and all. But I just feel like there's something a little more like genuine about it. Whereas like Sony Smash Brothers just really feels like uh, like lifeless. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure mechanically the game plays fine and probably plays right. exactly like Smash Brothers. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and I'm sure it plays. I'm fine. I'm, I'm sure, sure for, for maybe people out there who are just hardcore into that t- style of gameplay and are just jonesing for a new Smash Brothers, that this is probably going to fill the void between from now until whenever Smash Brothers Wii U comes out. Right. I guess this is the st- the gap, you know, that this will 
fill that. But other right. than that, I don't really personally. I'm not really a fan of those style of games. I picked up Smash Brothers for the Wii just so I could play it online with you guys. And um, we did it once. And it yeah, sucked. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the ne- the internet was or it was terrible. The the yeah. connection. Okay. Um, so uh, yeah, th- I, to me, it's just completely unappealing because at the very least, with Smash Brothers for me, uh, it is about the characters. It is about that Nintendo. Um, world and and branding and and all that that comes with it that that lifeness that uh the life that it has like you said the liveliness um that i just didn't get from that it just was like yeah and it, it just looks it i think it looks ugly too like it doesn't like parappa just doesn't like fit in with those guys and the other thing is like about smash brothers is it's like family oriented, you know what I mean? It's like all these cartoon characters beating each other up. But mm-hmm. this, it's like such a weird. <laughs> I mean, the only the only one that like is from like mature games, Smash Brothers, was like Snake or whatever. But it's so weird that like Kratos is fighting like Sly Cooper. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just such a weird. I don't know. It's just not. There's something about it that's not working. Yeah, and I, I guess know. the biggest uh, omission. Or the biggest kind of question mark from everyone, including uh, Avery Brooks on uh, Deep Space Nine, is uh, <laughs> where the hell was the last Guardian? That's can't. That is can't. That game's done. Canceled. Yeah. Canceled. It's got to be like I can't imagine that 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 game is going to happen in any way, shape, or form. No, no bad things happened. Uh, yeah, I, I. Some people speculate uh, that maybe it will come. Sony's next system was such a laugh because this was announced, I think, before PS3 was even announced. Right, they had the picture uh, with the chain. Yeah, the chain. The chain <laughs> picture's been around since like 2004 or five. Um, I am willing to say that it's done, uh, but you know, who you never know. I guess it could Duke, show Duke up Nukem again. Forever came out, so I guess there's always right, there's always a the, chance. But that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking the Last Guardian as we know it is done and if it shows up again it's not gonna be what we saw you yeah. know just like duke nukem forever like yeah duke nukem forever finally came out but it's not duke nukem forever that originally was right. worked on you know what i mean yeah it's, it's so completely that, different that's a shame i mean yeah so but... that is my thought on that one <laughs> <laughs> if, if we see it again it's not gonna be last it's not gonna be the same thing it's gonna yeah. be something totally different um, so the uh, the other thing that I guess they showed off the uh, the coffee cup uh, game, the the oh. nightmare coffee oh. cup with uh, the girl from Inception. Coffee cup. <laughs> <laughs> That's like all I retained from that trailer was a coffee cup flying around the room. All, all I retained from that trailer is like at first I was like, okay, this looks this you know they 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 got the animation looking good this time, the facial expressions good, and that fucking conversation droned on forever and. Everybody cream their pants over that. And I don't really understand why. Like, yeah, it looked cool. Yeah, but that it was so boring. It but was the clip, it, at the, the clip at the end was kind of cool when they were showing you all the different uh, moments. But right, yeah, that scene was boring as shit. I think yeah, it was really boring. And I think maybe it would be different if you were sitting there playing the game. Yeah, and, and, the, and the tension actually felt like it had something to do with what you were experiencing. But yeah, watching right. it uh, was was pretty rough. <laughs> Yeah. That conversation yeah. was about ten minutes longer than it needed to be, and then oh, yeah, yeah, and the coffee cup had like way too much uh, screen time. 
<laughs> they could have had that conversation be about 40 seconds long and then he leaves the room and then the SWAT team comes in and then they cut to like the crazy part of the trailer where they show the rest right, of, you know, right. scenes from the rest of the game. Yeah, um, yeah. Do you think that that was a, a, a kind of, do you think that was a PS3 game or do you think that's going to be PS4? Uh, they said it was PS3. Yeah, I don't know. It looked pretty. Uh, it did look pretty good. Like the faces and everything, like all that stuff. If, yeah. that, if that was all real time shit happening in the game, they claim it was all real time on PS3. That's that is the claim that's okay. going on. I I will I will not say then because I don't want to be the idiot who. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, who knows? You could be. I mean, uh, I don't know. Right? I don't know. Yeah, maybe we'll see. I guess. Uh, and then Time will you tell. know they ended they ended on God of War and, and the Last of Us, which everybody was like really um, into the Last of Us. Like they're all. You know, people. I, I've seen people saying, you know, through all these conferences, we saw all the all the blood and guts. But for some reason, in The Last of Us, like the blood and guts, like really, like we felt it, man. You know yeah, mean? I found the uh, the violence to be a little bit of a turnoff almost in that game. Um, I was hoping, you know, the whole thing about that game that I thought was interesting was the whole survival aspect of it. It reminded me a lot of uh, I Am Alive. From what mm-hmm. I'd seen of it, well, that's kind of where I thought they were going with it. And then the relationship with the girl and how that would play into it. Like if it was going to be almost kind of like an eco kind of thing right. um, was interesting to me. But then to see it kind of play out with just like this really brutal violence and just like I was watching that on Spike TV mm-hmm. um, the, on television, not streaming on the Internet. So that trailer for me sounded like like when the national broadcast system does like the emergency uh test and they just mm-hmm. beep it was like a solid 60 seconds of beeping uh oh, so right, i heard like not it was just okay. i guess they were just cursing the entire time because right. it was so uh you know i mean whatever i'm an adult i watch plenty i listen to music that's filled with curses i watch movies i play games it's not so, i'm not like prudish about it but you know at a point it's kind of like well I mean, if that's what they beeped out, then I guess what you heard was just a nonstop, you know, flow of, of right. obscenity, and and I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I think the game looks great. I, I think yeah, it'll it probably be really good. I, I love everything Naughty Dog does, so I'm. I can't. I'm not meaning to bash it, but something about the trailer just kind of left a little bit of a weird taste in my mouth, and uh. I, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it, but something about it, I just it didn't resonate with me. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I liked it. I thought it looked good. I mean, I, I'll probably, I'll probably get that. But you know, I wasn't like, I wasn't blown away like everybody else was. You know, they're talking about just how amazing like the moment to moment was, how he gets in the fight with fights with the different dudes, and it's just like yeah, that, like that guy is playing that perfectly. How does that whole, how does that whole scene work out when you're just fumbling through it? Right. Without knowing anything, you know, how, how, how good will it really work? But, yeah. Like, yeah. How much of it was scripted, I guess. And how much, right, of it, how much right. of it would just like, how many of those things would just happen anyway? Like no matter what right. you did, like if you walked to the other side of the room over by the bed and just crouched down for 10 seconds, you know, what, what does it take to trigger that cut scene to happen right. that way? And then cause it's, cause it seemed pretty scripted to me. Yeah. You know, and and from you know one of the things that I really don't like about Uncharted two and three is how scripted those games got. And the moment you went off of that, it's like instant death, and that's it. You know there was like no room. There was no room to change. Like you know you had to do what it wanted you to do. Mm-hmm. 
and that was kind of what I took away from The Last of Us. I like, you know, there's no options. You know, it's not right. like Metal Gear where you're placed in a situation and you literally have a bajillion options on how to get through something. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Whereas no, this, no, yeah, I know I know exactly what you mean. Like yeah. this you probably have to hit each beat or you're dead. That that was kind of what I took away from it. Yeah. But, you know, well, well, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a game I'm going to get and a game I'm I'm probably going to enjoy. So but again, yeah, just the trailer, the the way they presented it, uh it was a little weird to me. I would have liked to have seen a little bit uh something a little more uh human about this about it, you know. Yeah. Some, some more stuff involving you know the guy and the kid and and their relationship yeah. and 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 kind of a little bit more about what's going on in the world than just right. a, a scene of of you know violence violence and guns and yeah. right right um yeah i mean i can get uh, that i can get that in the call of duty trailer yeah <laughs> I, my my other my my big takeaway from sony's thing though i mean uh most people you know they claim they won they won you know uh and you know they probably did have the bre- the best um press conference which you know, theirs wasn't that great either. They were all pretty bad, you know? Yeah. <laughs> None of them were great. Um, but, you know, they ended it with God of War, ended it with Last of Us, and everybody loved Beyond. Um, but none of those are, are 2012 games, I don't think. No. So they're all out there. Uh, and then there's no Vita, so it's like, what what did they what did they show for this year? Right. I, I, Wonder Book. Wonder Book. Uh, <laughs> so, Sony Smash Brothers. And... I don't know, you know, uh, like Vita that comes with the uh, Assassin's Creed spinoff. So yeah. I don't know. They didn't really show us at least, you know, Microsoft showed us, you know, Halo 4 and what other exclusives did they show us actually other than that and, and Gears, but Gears is, is uh, next year too, 2013 as well. Uh, I guess it was just Halo pretty much was the only exclusive. Yeah, there's got to be something we're missing. Yeah. <laughs> it must not have made much an impre- <laughs> of an impression then. So. Yeah, I guess not. But, yeah, yeah. That was, that, that, that's the thing about Sony's conference. Like, sure, we, you know, we enjoyed watching it, but there's nothing right. I, there's nothing that I'm like, <laughs> nothing coming I want to buy this year. This year. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing I want to buy this year. Yeah. Wonder Book. Wonder Book <laughs> <laughs> cluttering a uh, Target shelf near you yes, on December 26th. It'll have the red tag on it. Yeah, the day after Christmas, there'll be a whole pile <laughs> of them there. <laughs> if you have like a niece or a nephew that you don't see until like a few days after Christmas, that's like the yeah. perfect gift you can pick up on the cheap and yeah. uh, get and, get it to and them. One, Wonder Book's probably going to be like, you know, this hundred dollar thing that comes with probably book a spell and yeah, you know, because you're gonna buy you got to buy the whole package. I'm sure you could just buy Wonder Book by itself. But I, if I were Sony, you know, they probably have this whole fucking factory full of moves i would just throw that shit in for free and sell wonder book for like 50 bucks yeah <laughs> yeah know? i mean at this point yeah uh, <laughs> throw it all in start there. Just get rid of it just start throwing them i'll in. buy a wonder book if i get all the move stuff for 50 bucks i'll go buy a wonder book yeah yeah, I would, yeah. <laughs> if they gave me all the <laughs> that way i can play it. some move games yeah <laughs> i don't know what i want to play but you know I don't i've know. been in stores before and i've seen move like on sale for yeah. like really cheap and i've just been like eh I'm just not gonna buy that today. And <laughs> yeah, I've considered it. Yeah, when I've seen it cheap, but my daughter was watching um, one of the things with. Or, or no, I'm sorry. We were on the PlayStation, and we were we were in the store, and we came across one of the. Uh, we were watching it. They, she saw a picture of the wand, you know, with the ball, the glowing blue ball on top of it, mm-hmm. and she was like, "What's that?" And I'm like, "Well, that's that's the Move controller. It's the same thing as like the Wii, only it's for the PlayStation." And she was like, "Oh." Okay, 
And then it was just like, that was it. Like, we just, you know, we just moved on to like the next thing. She didn't want that. No, no, it wasn't like, oh, can we get that? Usually she'll be like, can we get that? Can we get that? I mean, in our house, we pretty much have this kid is being raised in a world where like no concept of like not having like every video game system in existence in our house. Uh, Right. You know, so uh, it's just kind of funny that it didn't even, she was like, "Eh, okay. She didn't even care. No. Yeah. That's move. That's what everybody thinks. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> and unfortunately, Sony's done nothing to change that perception. So no, yeah, I I feel like it's you know they're 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 done with move and yeah. So Sony had an okay show, but like I said, nothing. Everybody got pumped about a lot of these trailers, but they're they're not playing that. Shit they didn't really year. have any like kind of like in the past. They had uh, what's his name uh, Kevin. The uh, what's the, the Butler the Kevin Butler the fake PR he didn't come out again. Well, no, but and they had him <laughs> the one year, then they had the the thing with Chewbacca the other year. Like they kind of oh, always right. have like kind of like a funny kind of thing that they do right. where they try to like lighten it up a bit, and they didn't really have that this time around. I do like what's his name. I do uh, Jack uh, Tretton. I like Tretton Jack. Is. Yeah, no, he, I like he, him a lot. Yeah, he's a good good spokesman. Uh, he's like. It, like Don Matrick comes out there and I hate I hate him like I, I like get, get off the stage like I don't want to see you talking he's all awkward he's always got his smile he always wants people to clap yeah like, I just get him all get him out of here yeah yeah Jack, Jack uh, I, I I do like that guy a lot I think he's got class he uh, he didn't have the tie on this year I was making I was no, trying yeah. to speculate as to what color his tie was going to be and, and he <laughs> he threw me off he, he kind of looks like Jack Lemon a little bit. A little bit, yeah. A little like a bit. mixture between Jack Lemon and like uh, William Shatner in in like current William Shatner. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see it. Yeah, somewhere but between yeah. That. no tie. He came out. He was just winging it. He was unchanged. He's, he's a good present. Yeah, he's a good presenter. Yeah, I I enjoy him. He I is. don't mind Jack. Yeah, he he definitely uh, toes the company line. You feel like he's actually like into being part of Sony and, and right. Uh, you know, so right. good for him. I agree. I'd give I'd give their conference uh, just on on Jack alone. I'd give them a, a little extra points. <laughs> and well, uh, go ahead. What, so what what do you what should we move on to Nintendo? Yeah, yeah. So the last last day of conferences, which was technically only the second day of E3, uh, was Nintendo, and Nintendo uh, was a weird conference. Man, it was just weird. <laughs> <laughs> it really they, was weird. I mean, all right, I mean, they should have knocked it out of the park they started out really strong they started out with a pre-recorded video of miyamoto in his dressing room or his hotel room or whatever getting ready for the show just doing like weird miyamoto shit and he's got little (laughs) pikmin are running all around his room so you already know pikmin's they're about to announce pikmin which just was awesome Mm-hmm. Then it starts out, you know, with him kind of doing the thing where he walk, the camera follows him, and then he walks out onto the stage, and then you know, it's then mm-hmm. you're live at the E3 show, and, right. and that was and great. He, yeah, and then he calls in um, uh, his translator Bill with the whistle, like like with like Alamar would do in, in Pikmin, <laughs> and then he comes waddling out on stage, like right, I, I'm right. not gonna lie, I was like smiling ear to ear. You it, know? Like, it was a really great beginning to the conference. They demoed Pikmin three. They announced it as a as a Wii U title, and uh, it looked really good. It looked it looked phenomenal. It looked yeah, really like, good. I can't like it looked great. You know, yeah. I love Pikmin. Pikmin's good. You know, and it's been long enough to where you know we want more Pikmin. You know, and yeah. It, so, and I think it's going to be a game that really showcases what's awesome about the Wii U, what's awesome about that controller, and and it's going to be it's going to be the killer app i think you know uh, i was I, that's the only my only complaint actually about pikmin is that i don't 
think it's going to be good for the controller. No? Because you if you think- noticed when he's talking about it, because I was thinking, I was just like, oh, you know, this is going to be great for the controller. But the first thing he brings up is you shake the nunchuck. And I went, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then he starts talking mm. about pointing at it with motion plus, And it's like, oh, no. So, yeah, well, my, my, you, I thought that you could also control things. You can do it. You can do it with the you can use the, the, the touch screen to like direct yeah. them and stuff. Yeah, you can do that. But it, it seems to me that this game was probably designed on Wii uh, and it got moved over. Yeah. And and uh, it's probably made for for Wii control, which is fine. I like great Wii control. I like um so that's fine, but it's a disappointment because you know I'm buying this system for this tablet and I want to use this tablet. So you know, oh, I, I, well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what'll happen there. But I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, that's okay. I mean, my, my my impression of it was that that the control on the touchscreen was more important than that. But I guess I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, I am remembering it wrong. <laughs> so there was a lot. A lot happened. Yeah, I can't remember yeah, everything. There was right. a lot. And there was many <laughs> things that happened after Pikmin. Um, Many, many things. And, yeah, after Pikmin, uh, the conference pretty much went downhill. It was all downhill from there. Pretty much Well, down- they, did, they did New Super Mario. No no interest in New Super Mario? Uh, no, you know, I mean, it's not – it looked good. It looked <laughs> fine. But it's just – it's not like a – it's just more New Super Mario. You know what I mean? Like, right, it's not – right. It's not like a new Mario game where, like, a new Mario game... It's not like a new galaxy, like something mind-blowing. Right, where they just have completely turned Mario, that world, on its ear, and now this is the new way that you're going to play Mario, um, which is what Galaxy did after, you know, uh, Sunshine and then 64 and so on, all the way back down. Um, So I thought it looked good. I think it'll be a a fun game. Um, But, yeah, it wasn't something, like, really massively excited me about the wii u um the was that before or after they showed off batman that was before so it was Pikmin, and then it was mario and right i mean i think i i'm with you and they also have new super mario 2 for 3ds and they're very similar and yeah like that's kind of i love new smb wii i loved it um but having two of these at the same time like in a within a three month span probably like it's kind of well it's definitely like Mario Overkill and I don't know they're trying to explain what's so different about them but I, yeah I don't know I, it, it's a tough one but I do think that when you look at um, Mario U and screens and stuff it does look different um, like it I mean it looks very similar but like backgrounds are, there's a, there's like better art in this one and stuff like mm-hmm. that but uh, yeah I, I agree it's not um, it's an important game and it's a huge game and I'm glad that there's a Nintendo for the first time since 64 launching with the Mario. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. But yeah, I could see how people would not be like, uh, you know, bowled over by it. Yeah, I wonder if maybe this is just kind of a uh, like to get your Mario fill. Oh yeah. With the new console, and then hopefully they have something new in the works. They oh, have yeah. the game I mentioned. You know, not enough. I don't want Super Mario Galaxy three. I would no. like to see them do something completely new with Mario, and that game will come out maybe a year into the console's yeah. life cycle or something like that. It would be awesome if that was the game they launched with, but right. I guess, you know. But this one makes more sense to launch with because new new Mario Wii just, like, destroyed, I mean, the sales that I think, like, 
probably probably Mario sixty four through Galaxy combined. It probably destroyed all those mm-hmm. sales. So yeah. it's 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 the important one to to go with. But yeah, then so I was feeling pretty good about it yeah. with those two, and then Same. Batman happened. Yeah. Then they, then they spent 15 minutes talking about why using the Wii U screen for your inventory in Batman is so great. And yeah. then it, the, it just sucked the fun out of the room yeah, completely. Yeah, because it's just like you're really demoing like this old game now? Like you're – this is like – I don't know. We're in like system cell mode, you know? We're not why, – why would you be showing Batman? It was such a yeah. weird choice. And then I, they had I, their – it's nothing but, against Batman the game. I mean, uh, I but people have already played it, right? Yeah, it's it's just yeah, it's just the fact that yeah, it's an old game at this point. It's a game that's already released on other systems and is almost to the point where you can buy it, you know, at a severely reduced price on on current systems. So yeah, to make such a big deal about it was just really weird. It right. seemed like it should have just been like an afterthought thing that they talked about, or you know, when they're showing like the montage of trailers, right? They right, could and have then. Ju- the- Right, and then the sizzle reel that happened after Batman. You know, there was a couple games in there that aren't out yet that are coming to the other ones, but there was a bunch in there that were already out. They had like Ninja Gaiden three, and like that mm-hmm. game has been shit upon. So, right. you know, no one cares about that. So like the sizzle reel kind of sucked. It was you know the fizzle reel as uh, Dante <laughs> called it. Yeah, and that wasn't good. And then you know they kind of glossed over the 3ds because they had their own 3ds event the next night. Um. Yeah, and then from there on, it just kind of like, yeah, there was, there wasn't anything, like too attention grabbing, and no. then then they ended it with, right. You know, me me personally, I'm like, where is Retro's new game? Because I love Retro, so it's like, where where is their new game? And I didn't get that, and you know, it's it is heartbreaking. It sucks, but whatever. Then they, then they, they unveiled, but then they unveil Nintendo Land. And everybody hates Nintendo Land. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't hate it. I don't know what to think of it at this point. I'm kind of reserving judgment on it. It's probably one of those things. It, it looks very much to me like what they announced. It kind of looks like what PlayStation Home was supposed to be. Or what they kind of... Because it looks like that thing where you go in and your the other me's are there for your friends. Oh, I see what you mean. You know, and then like there's mm. there's like you can go through a door and it's like a mini game you can play, and that's kind of what home is really. Uh, so that's kind of what I took it. But the fact that it's a retail game, really weird. Um, it seems like something that should just be built in to the Wii U, like a like a like what the thing that they did show where you start it up and you have the operating verse, the me verse, right? That's yeah. like that's the dashboard. Yeah. it is you just have all these like icons for different games and then you see all these me's gathering around them to show you i guess in real time what people are playing right um it kind of seems like that's what nintendo land should be really is like you go in there and then you can see what your friends are playing based on you know what their me's are doing or whatever and then you can join up and do right. mi- mini games and stuff online like kind of mario party-esque Right. mini games based on different Nintendo properties um, but that's not what it seems like it is at all it just seems like it's no I mean what it really is is like you know they had that video last year of all the different ideas and you know you kind of thought oh, how are they going to stick these ideas into a game well it was like okay they made Nintendo Land Right. so um, you know this is their Wii Sports and 
I think Nintendo Land, I think it will be great. I think it will be an awesome game, and everybody's making fun of it now, but I think when it's going to be one of those things. When people play it, it'll be good. I mean, like, it's got... You know, the, the guy that came out, I, I forget his name, but the developer they had come out and present it, he did an awful job presenting this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they showed, like, this really... They're like, you know, this is the new Wii Sports, and he comes out and shows this Luigi Ghost game on this thing. And he's talking about these fucking rules, and you're just like, "What the fuck is this guy talking about?" <laughs> and he's going on and on and on, and you're, I, and you know they keep saying how this is the Wii Sports. And it's like, well, you don't have to explain tennis this way. The magic of Wii Sports was okay. Swing your arm, now you're playing tennis. You know, right? Um, that was why it connected with everybody because it's so simple. But this was like super complicated. And this guy is presenting it in the least interesting way imaginable. <laughs> but this dude is like a genius. He's like an you know he's a Nintendo legend like. Well, he did. He, he is yeah. the guy that presenting it. Like, no, no, I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying, may, being being a genius as a developer or whatever doesn't. Well, that's up. what I. Well, that's what I mean. So it's just like you know, he's coming off as just like uh, this awful presenter. So everybody's just shitting on this game. But I'm saying why we shouldn't be shitting on it is yeah. because this guy made Wii Sports and he made Resort. He did Animal Crossing. He's been with the company forever. He worked on Star Fox and shit like that. I mean, yeah. the guy is. He's been there forever. Um. So, you know, that's why people should be paying attention to it. But, uh, yeah, it it really it, – it demoed poorly. It did. And, I and think then – Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, and then afterward, you're still like, well, there's got to be something else, right? And then Reggie goes, so now we're going to end you with – and then you're hanging on to every word that Reggie's saying. <laughs> <laughs> he says more from, from Nintendo Land, and they show fireworks. And that was oh, how they yeah. ended it, with the fireworks. Oh God! Yeah. So it's definitely it's weird. It's two two years in a row now that E three uh, at E3 that Nintendo has had kind of just really off yeah conferences. And I wondered like I, I mean someone someone at there's somebody somebody's job at Nintendo is to come down and plan these con- these conferences out, you know. And I don't know who that is there. I don't know who the person is in charge. I mean, it's not like. You know Reggie and Miyamoto and 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 Iwata and like all these guys are all getting together and huddling and being like, all right, and then we're going to do this. And then we're gonna, like, they have no idea. You know that they, they may read over it and approve it or have their assistant approve it, but for the most part, this is there, somebody's job to plan these. And I'm wondering right. if maybe someone new came on board a couple years ago and they're still there and and they just uh, have a totally different way of how they want to present stuff because it's just weird to me, like. Uh, the fact that this system is coming out in November, it just, they did not, did it, they, I didn't, I didn't walk, like finish watching that and be like, all right, man, this thing is coming out. We are, we are, it is go time. You know, it was, it just felt like, it felt like it's still like another year out, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Um, really all they showed was everything they showed last year, but with like in, in more depth, you know, like they mm -hmm. didn't like. You know they showed all these cool ideas last year, and then this year they just basically showed us how they're I- how they're making their ideas into a game. When this year we kind of expected to see, I'm not saying we expected to see. That's the other thing. People are like, well, "Where was Zelda? Where was this shit? Where was that?" And it's like, right, yeah. Well, what are the chance they couldn't show? They just had a Zelda come out last year, so you can't expect to see Zelda. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Zelda is just not even there. Yeah. Um, and then people were, were Smash Brothers. They said they were making Smash Brothers. It's like, okay, well, that dude literally just finished Kid Icarus like a week ago. So there's no Smash Brothers. So mm-hmm. 
you know, you got to go in there expecting certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, it would have been cool to see some kind of a Star Fox or something like that. You know, M- any Met- of the other Metroid stuff. versus Star Met- Fox. Yeah. Yes, Metroid crossover Star Fox. Would <laughs> Thank God we didn't see. I'm I'm glad we didn't see that. <laughs> but yeah, you know, we were just kind of expecting like that big, you know, Mario Mario Galaxy caliber game, and we didn't get that. Um, which you know is a bit of a letdown. But it, I I was thinking about their conference, and they actually had like the games to make a more appealing show which is crazy like after the show they revealed that one from platinum games Mm -hmm. the p100 yeah p1000 or 100 something like that yeah but that looked great i mean it looked kind of similar to pikmin so maybe they didn't want to show it right yeah yeah which is that's the only thing i could think of but i mean that game looked awesome if they would have i guarantee you if nintendo was on stage like Here's the next one we're, we're you know we're working on platinum games with this and they demoed that people would have got really excited yeah you know and, and then, then Zombie U yeah and then Zombie U like fuck Batman don't give Batman time they, they sort of did zo- all they did with Zombie U is Reggie made zombie faces into a, a controller and they showed like a, a trailer but um, I saw a hands on on um, game trailers later on. And the game looked really cool. Like all they had to do is why didn't they demo that game? Like that game made cooler use of the, mm-hmm. of like I had zero interest in that game. Like zero. Even after they showed it at the press conference, I just thought this is just another Ubisoft throwaway. But when right. I saw the when I saw the hands on, like I kind of got into it. I thought I thought it looked like a cool game. Yeah. Um, so uh, they also did We Fit. I guess was the oh, other. Yeah, they did We Fit. You know what? You I almost forgot about that. Yeah. I love We Fit, but. Yeah, it's hard to get excited about this Wii Fit. Yeah, I mean, uh, one thing I will say about the Wii U that I think is really nice, and I think that I don't think Nintendo's getting enough credit for this, uh, is the fact that they have made it, that it works. And I'm sure a lot of people will just joke about this and be like, oh, well, that's because it's just another, it's two Wiis duct taped together. But the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, all the Wii Motes you've bought, all the Wii Motion Plus, all the nunchucks, the Wii, the the balance board, all that stuff that you already own is gonna work with the Wii U. You don't have to buy all that shit again. Right. And right. I think that's really a I think that's probably one of the most consumer friendly moves I've ever seen a game company do from one console to the next. Right. Um I yeah. I, I don't think they're getting enough credit for that i don't mean to come off sounding like a huge nintendo fanboy or whatever i mean it's just the the fact of the matter is i think that that's a really cool thing that they did and i think that it's a smart thing that they did too because a lot of people are like well you know the soccer moms who bought nintendo wii aren't gonna buy wii u because you know whatever they're they're playing facebook games now and they've moved on to playing on their ipad and stuff it's like you know what they're going to buy the Wii U when their kids want, you know, the new Mario game and and the new Mario Kart and, you know, all these things that are never inevitably going to come out on the Wii U. Uh, and, and when that happens, they're going to be really happy when they find out that they don't have to buy all that shit again. And it's just going to increase uh, consumer confidence in, in Nintendo. True. So I, I think it's a really in, uh, intelligent thing that they did. Um, and I don't know. It's just not something that's really been talked about at all. Yeah, like, it, it's good that on launch day, you'll be able to go to the store, buy Wii U, buy Super Mario, and most likely be able to come home and just play four-player with all the controllers you already have. Right, yeah, yeah. 
you don't have to go out and buy like two hundred dollars worth of controllers right. to get the full experience because you've probably already done it over the last five years. Right. Right. So. Exactly. So yeah, that's a, that's a good point too. But yeah, I think uh, they had they have the software. You know, Rayman. You know, UB did it at their conference uh, mm-hmm. the night before. But Rayman's exclusive. I would have had that out there. And if I were Nintendo, I actually would have, you know, asked UB to not even show. <laughs> To not even show Zombie U or Rayman at their conference, and re- had reve- even though Rayman was leaked, right. I would have re- revealed them at, at the Nintendo conference because that would have got people real excited too. Yeah, um, weird move, weird move. It, yeah, it's a lot of weird. So like, it's weird. So everybody walked away from Wii U, you know, obviously not happy with it that conference, but they had like all the right ingredients to have a, a really good, con- not not an amazing conference, but a really good conference and. I don't know. They just it didn't come together uh, right. So, yeah, I think that that um, you're yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. No Batman. Maybe spend a little less time on on we fit because yeah, because we, we already know, know what we right. fit is exactly. Yeah, yeah, and like and the only thing that was different was okay. There's a couple mini games. Yeah, and they... you know that's it. Okay, and then now now you can do your exercises on the screen when someone's watching TV. They could have like, showed a one minute video that summed all that right. up you know right and then just moved on to the next thing um and but. i actually wish that the thing that sucks about that we we i actually still weigh myself on we fit i've been doing it for like ever since we fit came out I weigh myself like i haven't done it lately i haven't done it in the last like couple of weeks but i try and do it at least once a month for the last few years mm-hmm. um i just wish that i could download some kind of like app for it oh well, i guess I wonder if the channels all still work, but I would like to, it's cool that you can just weigh yourself on it with the, you know, without turning the console on, mm-hmm. you just use a little tablet. It just sucks that for me to do that, like, yeah, I can use my old Wii Fit and transfer it all over there and I can still do it that way. But I don't know. It'd be cool if you could just download like little Wii Fit like apps, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just to weigh myself or something like that on, on Wii U, but I don't hmm. know, whatever. That's just. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes. So I guess, you know, outside, then after the, uh, the main press conference, Nintendo did like their sub press conference the next night where they, uh, unveiled, did a bunch of stuff for the 3DS. I did not watch this. I I was going to, um, but then anything I ended up deciding not to watch it and just, you know, I kind of felt like I had my fill of sitting through press conferences at that point. Yeah, it was (laughs) weird. Yeah. That was like, I had my fill as well by that point. And, um, they literally like they had a quick 3ds mention during their, during the regular press conference. And they Uh showed, you know, like the three main Nintendo games and a couple of third party ones. Yep. Yep. And all they did for the 3DS one was just really go into more depth into some of those games. Yeah. So they played, like, they started out with Castlevania, which was cool, because, like, you got to finally see a lot of... That looks awesome. Uh, Castlevania for 3DS. Yeah, um, yeah. And they went into a bunch of those things, and then they just kind of ended it, and then everybody was like, where the hell were the announcements? And then again, two minutes later on Twitter, they go, oh, yeah, and Fire Emblem's coming to the U.S. And it's like, well, why couldn't you just show that? Right. During the press conference. Why couldn't you show that during the regular press conference? You know, just flash the freaking logo on the screen when they always do those things where all the logos are up. 
Yeah. You know, just show the logo. People yeah. get excited. I mean, it's nice that, like, I guess in this day and age with, like, social media and Twitter and stuff like that, that they can have such an instant feedback from their fans right, about so things. Right, can do that. <laughs> but, what it makes, but what it makes me wonder is, is, like, what, like, how can they have the, how can they be so far off ahead of time? Like, how can they not know what it is that, that the people want to see? You know what I mean? Right. Like, like it's fine, like, after the fact that they're like, oh, shit, you know, people are freaking out that we didn't show this game. We better, you know, I better tweet real quick that we're coming out with this game so that everyone calms down. But, like, why is it ahead of time with all the ability to get real-time feedback and, and, and polls and, and shit like that and, and all these message boards that are out there that they can basically just have their PR interns go through and sift through, you know, and read and read a 20-page thread. Why don't they have a better idea of what right. it is that, that what their fans are hoping? Do they just not care? Is it really just that this is for the investors and for the industry and the people at home is not – they really don't give a shit? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. The, this is just me asking questions that I don't yeah, know the answers weird, to. Yeah, it's weird because – it is for the investors, of course. Um, of course. Apparently, none of the investors liked it because everybody's stock dropped the next day. Uh, <laughs> so Whoops. everybody hated it. Not only did uh, you know the the enthusiasts hate it, but so did um, the investors. But to the in- uh, yeah. But, uh, but by the same token, do the investors really even have an understanding of a lot of the finer like, or do the investors just look at the fan feedback? And then they yeah, that's true too. They you could know? just be looking at you know they just all they got all you got to do is go to Gaff, you right. know, and yeah. look at the meltdowns. Like do, they, do these? I can't imagine a lot of these guys with like their stock portfolios and stuff really have any clue as to you know what any of this means. You know the fact that oh they just showed Super Mario new Super Mario Brothers two as opposed to uh, a new Mario idea or whatever. Right I, to them that shit doesn't matter it's at all. It's just Mario, right? So I guess they they have to be looking at feedbacks from somewhere to kind of make this decision of like, oh, I guess that wasn't very good and I'm going to sell all this stock right now for as little as, you know, make as to lose as little money as possible and get it out of my, uh, out of my portfolio. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Again, questions I don't know the answers to. I'm just right. And then like, they know, listen, everybody's, they're streaming these things. These companies are streaming them. They're, they're striking deals with spike TV to show these things. You know, in the old days they didn't stream this shit and people just went and blogged it. And then, you know, it kind of caught on that people wanted to see this stuff. Mm -hmm. So they started making it public and you know, they're making it public for the gaming enthusiasts like us. So they have to know that, yeah, you can't go up there and have Usher come up. Like, we don't give a shit about Usher, you know? Like, right. It, it, it's a weird thing. I, I I feel like these companies, they try and, and balance it, and they try and please everybody, and, and you can't please everybody. It's hard. Um, so, yeah, it's just a weird – it's a weird thing. I, I feel like, you know, look at, look at Nintendo. I feel like a company like Nintendo can't win because say they did – show up with metroid and zelda and everything then you're gonna have people going oh all nintendo did was go up there and wheel out the same old dumb games yeah you know? so it's like <laughs> nintendo <laughs> you, falling back on all their ips yeah exactly again. like you and then what and then if they showed new ideas they would have been well where's metroid you know so yeah you know companies like sometimes you can't win um <laughs> in nintendo's case i feel like they can never win uh yeah, but they could have won. They, they could have won a little better. 
Well, Maybe. Yeah, this time could've. around. <laughs> this time they were they should have won. They should have been. You know, everybody, listen, if I, I mean, I'm already going to get a Wii U because I do love Nintendo, and even though they didn't show great games here, I can guarantee you that great Nintendo games are being worked on right now that we yeah. didn't see, you know, uh, if that's a guarantee. Um, But if I was on the fence and I watched that, you know, hoping, you know, f- to see if it would change my mind or whatever, I would just be like, well, I'm not buying that thing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not, you know, why... I already yeah. played. I already played Batman. Assassin's Creed's already coming out on my 360. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I can't. I can't. You know, I wouldn't be able to fault anyone who, yeah, who's kind of like not jazz, kind of who's like been kind of down on Nintendo over the past, you know, few years. And I, I would definitely think that someone in that frame of mind could just use that press conference as more justification for feeling pretty indifferent about Nintendo at this point. Yeah. It was not a. It was certainly not like a game changer when it when it should have been. Yeah. And and uh, you know a lot of people actually said uh, Ubisoft won all the conferences. Uh, yeah. EA, EA and and uh, Ubi always have their their own shows. Yeah. I, I mean, think I think Ubi, uh, Ubisoft just came out and they just uh, you know they showed games and they just they didn't bullshit around. I mean, well, actually they did bullshit around because they had that uh, that whole weird co-host banter thing going on right, throughout the right. show which was they always do that shit. which was atrocious i mean that was just uh yeah so bad like uh, that that the, they'd get points deducted for that alone like with them just coming out and showing the games it was awesome and that's what yeah and and you know what their presence could be felt through all three of the major ones you know like mm-hmm. we came out in all of them they showed Assassin's Creed, I think, showed up at Microsoft's, their own, and Sony's, and they had something different to show at all of them. <laughs> the, the nautical you know? battle at yeah, the Sony had, one. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they had something different to show for a and they came out and had good stuff to show at all three of the things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, not only did they themselves have a great show, but they also helped everybody else. They were always, like, one of the highlights of the, of the other shows. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they showed the new Splinter Cell. Uh, right. Which... Yeah, yeah. On Xbox, they had Splinter Cell, and then you know, of all the Vita things, the only thing on Vita they had was the Assassin's Creed like spinoff. And, right. <laughs> you know, and then on Nintendo, they have Rayman and and the Zombie U game. So it was like, uh huh. And then what what else? Oh, they showed um, Watch Dogs. Yeah, and then at which, the end of their own, they showed Watch Dogs, which, which was was pretty. Cool. In, yeah, it looked like a neat game. It definitely looked like it borrowed a lot from uh, from Assassin's Creed as far as like the whole crowd, right? Thing you know, the crowd cover like moving through. I'll uh, admit, I I got a little sad when he pulled out a gun, you know, because yeah, like so mu- much of it was about like espionage and and right. using and then these... the explosions happened and he was taking cover and it was like, all right, all right. You yeah, know, it, this was a, this is a cool idea, but of course we had to go to into explosion territory. But I mean, it still looks cool. I'm not gonna, you know. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm pretty curious to play it. I mean, uh, they they do some quality stuff over there. I mean, you know, even at their worst, they're they're better mm-hmm. than most. <laughs> yeah. With- I, I, all I know is by the end of Monday, because Monday was Microsoft, EA, uh, UB, Sony, right? Yeah. Four freaking you know hour and a half long conferences or whatever. I felt like very um, between seriously just all the explosions and just like the dubstep and shit. Like <laughs> by the end of like 
I, I felt like drained. Like I just felt like I couldn't look at this shit anymore. A lot of yeah. them started blending together. EA have they had um Battlefield and then they had Medal of Honor and it's just like oh my god. It was it's like, like the same. It was game. like literally the same exact game. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I, I, stop. You know. <laughs> And then, yeah, and it's just like first person shooter after first person shooter, and if it's not first, it's third person, and it kind of almost just kind of gives you a headache, and you you forget what you see after a while because you're just seeing all these, you're just seeing explosions and yeah, oh yeah, I mean it was just it was so, a lot, you know. <laughs> so the weird thing about e, uh, about E3 in general, I think at this point. It, you know, we had those couple years where E3 went away and it just yeah. became it became something else, like a smaller version of itself that was, you know, uh, they didn't e- they didn't even have the uh, the press conferences were all held at like theaters, right? Like outside right. away from the con- convention center. They had like one small wing of a convention center right. for the show floor. And then all the interviews and everything were conducted in hotel rooms and they had like the shuttle system where they were shuttling the guys around to interview, you know, interview a WADA in room 304 of the Hilton or whatever, you know. So it was like this weird, different version of E3. And then it came back slowly. It kind of started becoming like it seemed like they wanted to get it back to the, the spectacle that it had been previous to that. You know, Booth Babes had been banned, but now, you know, they're trickling back in again <laughs> right, right um, yeah. so uh but it still feels like ever since that time when e3 went away it hasn't kind of it's come back and it's become that spectacle again but mm-hmm. it just doesn't feel the same like something's been off the last yeah. f- couple e3s still and like i said with this with the nintendo one same kind of deal where it felt like you know maybe there's someone new in charge of planning their yeah. press conferences uh, something uh, similar to the entire e3 thing in general just feels i don't know i know i was actually trying to think i was just like well what conferences have i actually liked recently and i'm like trying to think through some of them and the only one i could think of recently was the year when nintendo um 3ds reveal and then remember when they had like that wall of games and it was just like Donkey Kong Country and Kid Icarus and they had the new Goldeneye and all that shit and NBA Jam and it was just like that was like a great that was a great show they had like mm-hmm. lots of good reveals tons of stuff on there um, but that's the last one I can think of of any of them that I like truly enjoyed I guess they all I guess they're always disappointing yeah it's been a while I mean <laughs> I mean really like the the Microsoft and Sony ones you know in prior years were all about unveiling connect and unveiling right, move right and and they just both while connect had like we said had neat ideas there was just all there was the skittles stuff and right. you know just all the like horrible shit that they unveiled with it and uh sony yeah i mean you yeah, had I mean, two years of conferences basically of connect and move you know yeah the, the previous two years in a yeah row were those things and they were bad they weren't good shows yeah, I, th- I guess maybe maybe I don't know if it's E3 itself or if it's just the shift in the industry that has made the the conference seem less interesting than it yeah, had in the past. It could be the shift in the industry too. I mean, if you notice the last few years, so many announcements even happened before the show. Yeah, um, so you're a lot. getting you're getting yeah. a lot of news leading up to it. And then the other thing that it's funny too, like you know, we compare E3 to Christmas, right? So you know what we want are surprises and the big complaint this year was none of the press conferences had any surprises but it's like 
you know, everybody everybody wants to know what they're going to show, right? So people start digging things up, and then you start getting clues of what's going on, and, and that's why there's never any real surprises because these, you know, the game bloggers and journalists are out there, you know, digging up dirt and finding stories. And it, that's almost kind of like when you peek at your presents before Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, you you peeked at every single one of your Christmas gifts before Christmas morning, and then you open up some, you open up all your gifts, and you're like, oh, that was it. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, you know, you're you're constantly in search for this stuff. You're constantly in search of, for this information, and then you get the information, and you're happy when you read the information, but then. Once it's officially presented to you, because generally it's not officially presented to you, you're just kind of like, oh. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. Like no, a, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. It's a it's a weird thing. So it's a combination of a lot of things. You know, the industry's changing. You know, people are finding this shit out. There's always leaks. You know, mm-hmm. Metroid vs. Star Fox was ruined. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. So there are so many like false leaks that come. Yeah, out that's true too. Yeah, that, I mean, like that. Then the real news almost seems kind of uh, like yeah, it's, it's underwhelming. Yeah, you like Metroid for Star Fox is great because like that dude came out and said this game exists. Right, everybody it doesn't matter if you loved it or hated it. Everybody's talking about this game, right? Mm-hmm. Then. A day, two days before E3, he comes out and he goes, okay, it's not real. It's not happening. I found out that it's not real. Um, my source was wrong. But that's still leaving this thought in everybody's head that, okay, well, Retro, they're definitely going to have a Metroid or a Star Fox. Or they're definitely going to have a game at E3, right? Right. Because of this dude. And then, you know, you watch this. And this is just an example. This is just one example, you know, that you can use for everything. Um, and then you watch the show, and Retro has nothing at the show. So now you're yeah. mad because, you know, Nintendo didn't deliver. But Nintendo never said they were going to show something from Retro. You know what I mean? This dude, mm-hmm. this dude said it, and he started this rumor. So, yeah, yeah. There's all sorts of, all sorts of stuff that changes our our expectations, and it's just up to us to keep them in line. I always yep. go into these shows saying, you know, I'm not expecting much, and. I guess I'm always secretly hoping that I, I get more than than they show me, but mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is, and it's still fun. You know, like we were saying, it's yeah, still fun. I, I look forward to it. In the the weeks leading up to E3, I'm like, you know, always very excited, and and it's it's yeah, it's just fun to watch it with friends and kind of laugh at it and yeah, not take it too seriously. And then and then record a two-hour podcast about very seriously about <laughs> everything that happened. Right. Yeah. And then all the animated <laughs> gifts are great. And yeah. Oh, oh yeah. and then you know, like you know, how can we not mention this? Um, you know, Reggie's on stage, and Reggie's great. I love listening to Reggie. He really, you know, I, I said I like, you know, Jack's a great presenter. So is Reggie. I lo- I love watching him. Um, and the whole time when we were in our little chat room, we just kept saying. He's got to say my body's ready, right? I mean, he's just got to say. He's got to say my body is ready. And then he said it, and it was great. You know, like, it, <laughs> like I was so happy that he that he said his body was ready in the conference. You know, it was just. Yeah. They, little... I mean, Nintendo had fun with it this year. They were encouraging. Before the show, they had their one of their PR directors on there, and she was basically encouraging people to tweet things at like hashtag Reginator right and right. stuff like that, you know. So they were they were having a good time. One of the things that happened when, uh, when he – said that my body is ready thing i saw something on twitter somebody posted something along the lines of like 
it was like, oh shit, he's become self aware. Bail out, bail out. <laughs> you know, it was, just, <laughs> it was pretty, pretty funny. <laughs> it was good. So yeah, it was I perfectly mean... timed with the with the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely, when he said it, I definitely lulled. It, it was a highlight. So, you know, yeah, there's still, yeah. there's still fun moments, you know, but yeah. it, it is, it is what it is. You yeah. know, I still wish, you know, it would be, it would have been great to, to have gone and, you know, actually play everything afterward, but you know. Yeah. Whatever. But uh, yeah, by the same token, I, I wish they would do a little bit more as far as getting those demos out. There was the one year yeah. when, like, all the demos were up on Xbox Live. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. A, a large majority of them were up on Xbox Live for you to play, like, the day after the conference. And uh, I, I wonder why they stopped doing that. I, yeah. I It was just, like, one year they did that, and then they didn't do it again. And I thought that was really cool. I thought that was that was great. I mean, who, who the hell cares? They're just demos, and, right. you know... Make people available. at home want to play them just as much as, you know, the, 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 the game blogger guys, you know, right. so... Uh, Nintendo tried to do that during the uh, 3DS one. They they were talking about like the Batman game coming out, and then the, uh-huh. the dude talking goes, and now you can go download the Batman demo. But it was like no one wants to play Lego Batman. Demo. Right? Like, yeah. No one, like if you said now go download Castlevania or Luigi demo, that would oh yeah, that would have uh, been awesome. Those but, their servers would have melted. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably why they picked Lego Batman. Yeah, <laughs> Batman Lego two. Yeah. yeah. All right, that yeah. sounds great. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they they, they yeah. dabbled. But you idea. know what? Another thing I should mention. Uh, you know, I forgot to mention this during the Sony thing, but I thought this was at least something. Up, you know, in the days leading up to the conference, Sony was hinting that you know now if you're not a PlayStation Plus member now, you you want to be soon mm, because right. they got some big shit coming. And so their announcement was that you know they ended up what was it twelve games? Yeah, they put up as free titles. Uh, most of them are older games, but, but still like, that was pretty cool. I like mean, they're adding games. value. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a cool. Oh, but what was stupid though uh, is when. They gave um, a free year of PS Plus to everybody that was there, and everybody starts hooting and hollering. Oh uh, yeah, that and was it's kinda... like okay, cool. Give give free PS Plus to people that already paid for PS Plus or are getting it paid for for free from their, um, you know, uh, whoever they work for, and right. they already get tons of free games. It's like really, right. yeah. really, and then they and then they all applaud and act like animals over it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like. Uh, come yeah. break. Yeah, well, it is what it is. I mean, yeah. I get, and that's part not of, Sony's fault, but well, I, mean, no, I guess it kind no. of is. They gave well, it to yeah. them for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, it is their it fault. Is their Fuck fault. them. Yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, the 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 twelve free game thing was it's that's definitely a cool thing, you know. Yeah, I, I've already taken advantage of it. I've already downloaded a, you know a few of them, and and uh, I think that's pretty cool. And it's funny I, you mention it because that actually leads into our our next game club game. Yes, that we want to do. So we are going. Yeah. So go s- ahead. I will leave it to you to unveil it. Oh, all right. So uh, <laughs> Sony made all these games available, and and Steve and I figured, well, uh, instead of going indie or retro this week, maybe uh, maybe we should do something that's available for free to us and to anyone listening that has PS Plus. So uh, we decided to pick uh, Tomb Raider. They are actually Lara Croft, Guardian of Light, to play. Neither of us have played that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, if you guys are interested in the next episode of Game Club, if you want to take part in it, we'll be playing Lara Croft. Um, obviously, it's been available on Xbox, PS3, PC for probably over a year now, right? 
Yeah, maybe, I think it's been out for a while. That. Yeah, longer. Yeah. yeah. And you know, maybe you've already played it. So if you've already played it, you know, feel free to leave your thoughts on the game. Um, Steve and I plan on trying to hopefully do some co-op together on it that we can, yeah. so that we can yeah. talk about it. So yeah, Tomb Raider, that's the one we're doing. Uh, it's free on PS Plus right now. Go get it. I just downloaded it tonight. I wanted yep. to download more games. Uh, the only other one I did was Virtual Fighter. Uh, but my 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 fridge is full. <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta throw out the pickles, man. You've had them for like two I years. I know. Just... I deleted a bunch of games to get Virtual Fighter and Tomb Raider on there. Um, <laughs> I have a hard drive I could put in there. I have a 120 gig one I could put in there. Um, can't you you can can't you put them on like anything? Like can't you hook up a like a? Couldn't you go out and buy like a USB thumb drive, like a 16 gig thumb drive, well, and plug it the, in? That's the thing, like. I want to um, back all my stuff up so I can put in, put this new hard drive in, but um, I have like a one terabyte drive and it's not recognizing that drive. Yeah, I think I think that they'll only do a maximum of I want to say one twenty or one sixty right. is the the lar- in the in the original you have a sixty gig yeah, yeah. model. I think yeah one twenty or one sixty is the highest size you can put in there. Well, I don't mean to put in. I just mean like a USB one to back all my stuff up. Oh, and it doesn't oh. recognize the the terabyte USB one. And then the oh, only other drive okay. I have is like an old thirty gig, which is mm-hmm. too small. I have more stuff than that. So what I might do is just like really try and narrow everything down, get it to that like thirty gig limit. Yeah, and well, then, I mean, uh, as far as games go, you can always like if you. I guess already, I could just re-download shit. Huh? Right, if you own it, you just re-download it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. yeah, I guess I could do that. So. Um, yeah, I, I only grabbed a few. I grabbed uh, Uncharted two. Or not? What the fuck am I saying? Infamous, <laughs> infamous two, uh, Saints Row two, and uh, there was one, one. Oh, Little Big Planet two. I did okay. all twos. Oh, look at that. So far, it's, so and then I'll, and I'll grab Lara Croft as well. But it, it's funny. I deleted. Uh, I told you this already, but to make room, I deleted Infamous one, which I downloaded for free last <laughs> oh, year. from when the they did yeah, the, the hacking from thing. the hacking. I never even installed it. <laughs> so to make room for this, I actually deleted Infamous One, and now I can get two uh, for free. So I can actually get. I both I downloaded Infamous Two just because it was free, right. but I kind of don't really have any desire to play. I played Infamous One and finished it, and mm-hmm. uh, I I thought it was okay. I thought it was a good game. It was yeah. not a bad game by any means. Uh, I enjoyed it enough to finish it, but it wasn't like I wasn't. I don't think it was like the greatest game I've ever played or anything. And so I'll play Infamous Two at some point, but I'm not in any great rush. Right. To check it out. Right. It was just all right. It was good. That yeah. was about it. So, um, I guess we, yes. we, we've been talking for a long time. So Yeah, we have. <laughs> so, I guess we'll, we'll try and wrap up here. Um, I guess I'll go down the list real quick. So, um, Microsoft, I thought, uh, you know, like I said, they're coasting. They're obviously going, next, you know, waiting until next gen. Didn't have the most interesting show. Sony... They showed good stuff, and they had probably the most exciting show, but Vita was not there. Uh, they had nothing for the end of 2012 That's you know, looks like it's a must-play. And then Nintendo, which I'm probably going to get a Wii U by default. If I was <laughs> on the fence, you know, this would not have um, made me want a Wii U. And the only thing I could take away from this is, of all of these systems... Uh, the 3DS is the thing I want the most games for at the end of the year, and I love that thing. <laughs> so, so that that's my 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 final thoughts. And E3, you know, it's always fun, even when it's disappointing. So, yeah, yeah, I I that, 
I mean, pretty much I would just be mirroring or echoing pretty much everything you just said. Uh, the only thing I would say is maybe for next year for E3, I think all three need to kind of sit down and reevaluate what it is that they're presenting and really kind of, I don't know, uh, do some things differently. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, this is like two years in a row now. I'm just kind of like it's funny to make fun of them. But at the same time, like I want I want to see a good press conference, too. I mean, I don't I'm not spending an hour and a half of my time on each of these companies to, you know, just so I can have shit to laugh at and animated gifts to make fun of. Like, I do actually want some good stuff. So I'm hoping, you know, uh, I'm thinking that all three of them have been getting blasted pretty hard. Yeah. Um, from the podcasts I've listened to and, and the things I've read and, you know, obviously hanging out on message boards like Gaff. Uh, it seems like they're, I, I'm hoping right now, like I, those PR interns that I mentioned are combing the internet and taking notes and that hopefully maybe someone pays attention and next year we get something a little better. But then again, we'll probably be having this conversation in 364 days. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> same, same conversation about how, screwed the pooch yeah How i did mean they do it three years in a row i i don't know man you know i that that was the thing like you know like nintendo for example they totally screwed the pooch last year though when people were confused and then you know we thought well this year how you know how can they blow it but they blew it so it's not going to surprise me if they blow it again next year it won't surprise me if microsoft right. and sony blow their their console reveals you know and uh, this could be a whole other show, and we definitely have to wrap up. But I'm actually kind of scared of next gen uh, because no one could even afford to keep up yeah. with this gen. It's been a bloodbath. It, yeah, it this, really this has. Thing. And as I far just, as studios go, especially and ending with everything that's happened with 38 studios. Yeah, uh, it's uh, over the last couple weeks. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's the body count. This this uh, generation for studios and developers has just been pretty brutal yeah it, it really has and you know i don't know who's gonna be able to make you know that star wars game looked looked real i hate star wars games these days but i mean you, you can't deny that that didn't look incredible um, graphically it looked incredible yeah, that's, that's sure. what i mean yeah. like yeah but who can do that no no one not everybody's doing that you know what i mean yeah and yeah uh, that game's going to be shorter than episode yeah. three. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be like a two-hour game. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I mean the dev, you know the the dev times are they're going to be longer, and you know the teams are probably going to have to be bigger, and no one could afford this. And there's this weird thing happening where you know the the middle tier games are kind of, you know, they can't survive in mm-hmm. this in this climate. Uh, so they're going away and. You know, between that and between the rise of, you know, cheap smartphone games that are kind of like, you know, oversaturating the market and, and cheapening the market. And there's actually a thread on this and Gaff. I didn't even read it, but because I, I read with just the uh, the title, I guess EA said something um, where Steam sales like cheapen the value of games. And I, I agree with that. I mean, I like Steam sales as, you know, the as the consumer, because who doesn't like getting games for like next to nothing? But, you know. All the Steam sale tells me is I'm going to wait for that game to go on sale on Steam, and I'm not buying it right now. Yeah, so. I, I mean, I, I agree with that to an extent. I did actually read some of that, uh, the article and everything, and, and some of the thread. Um, 
and, and yeah, this could be a whole other podcast. Yeah, it really. could be. And I, I should have opened um, this up right no, now. No, no, no. So I, 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 I see what what they're saying, and I, but but it's coming from a very narrow point of view, in that their Steam is their competitor. Right. Exactly. Just, I know. You know, they, they, and and EA is selling their own games through Origin, whereas Steam is selling other people's games, and other people's these other publishers are the ones that set the prices for these sales. Right. You know. Um, and, and uh, they've set their prices low on there too, EA. They've yeah, had, yeah, but know. I mean, I I feel as though like with Steam sales, I tend to buy games that, not that I was not buying them because I was waiting for them to go on a Steam sale, but because, you know, there's just a shit ton of games out there, and right. I'm not gonna buy every goddamn sixty dollar game that comes out. Right. But then you know, once in a while, you know, I see, oh look, Transformers War for Cybertron is seven dollars on Steam today. So okay. Seven dollars. I'll pay seven dollars for this game that I would have never ever paid anything for. Right. Had it not, you know. So now they just got seven dollars from me that you know they would have never gotten, and presumably from a lot of other people as well, because they hype. Valve does such an awesome job of hyping those sales up. Right. Yeah. This is a whole other thing. I'm sorry. No, Getting that's alright. That's alright. <laughs> I, I started. It's my fault. No, but... no, no. Yeah, I, I, I could go. Um. I could go all night with some of this shit. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, I you know, next gen kind of scares me because it's like both and you know the two extremes are just they're so you know there's no middle. It's like you got super expensive AAA games that no one can afford to make, and then you got a million bajillion fucking shitty iPhone games that are a dollar, and you know they're you know, mm-hmm. lowering the value of games. They are. I mean, I know it sounds stupid, but they are. Um, so I don't know what will happen. I, you know, what, what what is the fallout from all this? And, you know, that I guess that's what we'll find out in the next few years. We will see. Yeah. Scary times. I don't want to say exciting because you don't know what will happen. <laughs> you know, your, your favorite company will probably go out of business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? that's the, I mean, yeah. Oh, man. You yeah. know, who, who knows? Who knows? Companies you don't suspect will probably be bought up and and rearranged like, you know, like what happened to Rare, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I noticed that yeah, Rare conspicuously absent from any mention of... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah they're, they're done. They're just, you know, they've been absorbed and... They're, they're making the avatars for... Uh, for Xbox Live now, that's pretty much all they do. Right, and and look at all the studios Microsoft just uh, you know like bought and and destroyed this uh, this generation. I, I of course I can't think of them off the top of my head, but no, I know, but uh, yeah, but at the same time, you know those studio heads that sell to Microsoft and sell to Activision and sell to EA, I I, I feel bad for the people who work there yeah. and they're just like, all right, well now we're owned by these guys and I guess we're going to be doing this now and you know, whatever I have a job and I have to have insurance for my family and you know, but the studio guys who sell this, sell their studios off and then have the sob stories about how they lost control. And you know, again, a whole a topic for a whole other podcast, but uh, I, I, I have a hard time getting too misty eyed for those guys. Yeah. Quite frankly. Well, when it's one you love, it hurts. It, it <laughs> well, runs. zipper zipper was one that I loved. Uh, that's and, true. But uh, you know that. what? Yeah. Oh well. I was so come four sucked. <laughs> <laughs> even though I, you know, even though uh, like you know Hudson Soft uh, hasn't really made anything amazing in mm-hmm. you know a long long time. You know they were huge during the nest days, and you know they were always kind of a, a video game staple, and they went away, and it's just 
it's just crazy. I don't know, man. Crazy times. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if um a company, you know, Konami, like they've basically been shit for the last couple of years now. Um, but you know, I still have this love for Konami because of what they've done through you know their entire uh, history. Um, but you know, I wouldn't be as surprised if a company like them went away. You know, because mm. yeah, that you know who can survive. Or or Konami will just turn into, you know, smartphone games, and then they just die that way because then there's no room for them there either. So right, right, you know? no room for their fifteen dollar games in the dollar ninety nine right or world. there's <laughs> or there's just no room for their dollar game in the in the dollar or free world. You know, so yeah, true, true, scary times. Another it's that's another another podcast. I'm sorry. Sure is. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. Well. I hope uh, you guys listening have enjoyed our E3 ramblings, Yes, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Um, it was fun to kind of mix things up and do something different. Uh, it's been a while since we've done a podcast where we weren't just talking about one specific game. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, good times. And, uh, yeah, be sure to check out... Uh, it's getting late here. Uh, Lara Croft, <laughs> uh, uh, Tomb Raider, Lara Croft, and the Guardian of Light. Uh, through some means, or if you've already played it, if you played it a year ago when it came out and you just want to send in your thoughts, please do so. Send them uh, on Twitter at eldergeek.com or you can do it through Facebook or on eldergeek.com. Just leave it uh, in the post comments for this episode of the podcast and we will read them on the next one. Uh, And that about does it, I guess. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, For myself, thank you very much. Phil? Thank you for joining me this evening. No, thank you. (laughs) And thank you all for listening at home. And here's to E3 2013, assuming we're all still here. Yes. Good night. Now, please end this episode with some wub.
Thank <laughs> you.